so these are the four things that I do to create and stay on track with my goals. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 221. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well-being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Hey, hey, veggie lovers. Welcome back to another solo episode of Veggie Doctor Radio. And today I'm going to talk to you about how I stay on track with my goals which is a very relevant conversation because Thrivology 101 is going to be opening next month in September. And I would love you to be part of that so that you can learn how to set goals in order to create sustainable habits for your well-being. At the end of this episode, I'll tell you more about that. But the reason this is on my mind too is because As you may know, I'm a very goal-oriented person, and this is my birthday month. Yay, happy birthday to me. I love my birthday. I celebrate all month. But I tend to reevaluate my goals around my birthday. January is the other time of the year. I love January 1st. I love fresh, clean slates, ready to tackle new goals. But My birthday always seems like that time to reevaluate. We still have about half a year left. How are we doing on our goals? Do we want to change anything, tweak anything? So I have always been really good at developing habits and sticking to them. And I want to share with you the process I currently use because I've done all sorts of things and I love trying different things, but I'm going to tell you the process I currently use to go about setting and attaining goals and creating healthy habits. So like I said, I set goals once or twice a year, usually at least once. I have tried quarterly before, but this year I just set them at the beginning of the year and I've been reevaluating. And now that it's my birthday month, I sit down, make sure that there's anything I want to add or take off those kinds of things. One of my values is well-being because I love to feel good and I want to feel good. And I know that feeling good, continuing to feel good takes deliberate action. So I know that I have to keep that in my mind. It has to be active. And so I always have at least one, if not several well-being goals every year. And the way that I do it is I sit down I just think about what I want. I journal, I write about things. I review my values as well. What are the things that I value? And from there, it helps me to determine what my goals are gonna be for that year. 
after I do my journaling and decide what direction I want to head in, I create a vision board and I select images and I select words and phrases that represent what I want to achieve and how I want to feel. Then I usually create affirmations and SMART goals. And these are the things that I review all the time. So I start reviewing them. I start taking action. And then I kind of see how it feels. I might tweak them as I go. But I allow there to be some flexibility in there because I've learned that rigidity and perfectionism are not my friend. So I have to be cautious about that. Kind of have to try things on for size, see how it feels. I stay curious and then I change them and adapt them as needed. The other thing that's important to me about goals is, you know, I might set them for the whole year, but there's some goals that are going to take more than a year. There's some goals that take several years and I don't beat myself up if it's not something that I achieve in a year. At the end of the year when I'm reevaluating or the mid-year when I'm reevaluating, I decide, do I want to keep pursuing that goal? Do I want to shelve it for later? Do I want to take it off? And so I've learned that I have to kind of feel things out that way. Otherwise, it becomes a stressful, not very fun process. And in fact, I've burned myself out before on goals. I had a whole year where I didn't set any goals at all. I just could not do it because I had pushed myself too hard and it was not fun. So that's why I've learned to take this more relaxed approach, this more calm approach to setting goals and then detaching from the outcome, doing the best I can, but not feeling like this rigid need to force the goal and the the outcome of the goal into existence. Sometimes some goals I achieve way faster than I thought, which is great, but you just have to go with the flow and, and see how it goes. Okay. So these are the four things that I do to create and stay on track with my goals. So number one, vision boards. I love vision boards. And I think that vision boards are so important because it's stimulating a different part of our brain. So if you haven't ever tried a vision board, I know it sounds just kind of cheesy and kind of woo, but I think that scientifically there's probably something there. And there's something called the reticular activating system. It's part of our brain. And it's basically how our brain learns to pay attention to things that are important. So whenever we're putting images in our brain, especially I like to put my vision board in several places. So what I do now is I create one electronically and then I print it in color. And so that way I can put it lots of places. I can put it on my computer screensaver. I can put it on my iPad. I can put it in the workout room where I work out in the morning, all of those places so that I'm constantly seeing these images. And it reminds my brain, oh yeah, that's what we're pursuing. That's what we're after. That's where we're gonna be. We are going to be at this place that you have created these beautiful images. Like your brain just starts believing that that's just the reality. And then you gravitate towards that because that part of your brain that's paying attention starts paying attention to ways that you can achieve that goal and make that part of your reality and just reconcile that to to synthesize that together. So I think vision boards are magical and they keep us in touch with our deepest desires. Hey, I know you're busy running around trying to get all the things done and take care of everybody else, but I also know that you care about your nutrition and you want to eat healthy too. 
One thing that makes healthy eating easier and delicious is having a yummy sauce to douse your grains and your beans and your veggies. I finally found a delicious all-purpose sauce that you can keep in your pantry until it's ready to use. And y'all, it is so unique and scrumptious, a little smoky with some creamy, tangy, and just a little kick. It makes me dance in my chair. It's called Bernie Wild's Adventure Sauce, and you have a good reason to grab yourself a bottle or two right now. My listeners get 20% off their first order of $20 or more and free shipping. Just use the code Dr. Yami, D-R-Y-A-M-I. Follow the link in the show notes or go to BernieWilds.com, B-U-R-N-Y-W-I-L-D-S.com. After you taste it, I wanna know what you think about the sauce. Do you love it as much as I do? Go get yourself a couple of bottles of Bernie Wilde's Adventure Sauce right now to get your 20% off and free shipping by using the code Dr. Yami. Enjoy. because it's like a different part of your brain that you're using. You're tapping into that emotion. You're really getting into that, what is it that I really want and putting it out there and letting it be. And I think they're very exciting and motivating. If you haven't ever made a vision board, I recommend it. And it's something that we will talk about in the course as well. Number two, I create affirmations. So affirmations are statements written in the present tense in a positive manner, and they help us believe something. The way that they work is that by saying them, they are teaching us to believe something before we think it's true. I know that's hard to understand, but basically you write an affirmation for something that you don't yet totally believe or is not yet true, but you write it in the present tense. And I'm gonna give you an example later of how these work. And then the third thing is setting SMART goals. So if you've never heard of SMART goals, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it in at least one or two episodes before. Capital S, capital M, capital A, capital R, capital T, SMART goals. So that stands for specific, measurable, achievable, slash actionable, realistic, slash relevant, and time-based. So basically SMART goals are specific recipes. It's very, very important to be specific and not vague when it comes to our goals in order to create habits. Otherwise, your brain doesn't know what to do. For example, a very common example is a goal that somebody may set if they don't know about creating SMART goals is I want to eat healthier. That is not a recipe. So say somebody told you, I want to bake a cake, okay? That's the same thing. It's not a recipe. So a recipe is specific. It's saying you need these ingredients. You need to do these to the ingredients. This is what temperature you cook it on. This is how long you cook it for. You need a specific recipe for what you want to achieve. So I I will eat healthier. I'm gonna eat healthier is not, an actionable and specific goal. And I'm gonna give you an example of a SMART goal later. And then the last thing, number four, is you have to review these things. So like I said, I make my vision board, I put it different places, I deliberately look at it, I deliberately look at each image in my body 
feel what it feels like to imagine myself in that situation already. I read my SMART goals. I repeat my affirmations. I do this at least once or twice every day. You have to review them. And now I don't do it every single day. I probably do it on average six days a week because one day a week I'm usually like super lazy and I just lay on the couch all day. So at least five, six days a week, I'm reviewing it once or twice per day, but as much as possible. And if you can do it every day, that's great. But the first step before you get to any of this is you have to get in touch with what you want. And if you're not sure what you want, you have to get clear on that. One of the ways to get clear on that is by journaling writing out your values, what do you desire in different facets of your life, in your personal, in your relationships, in your career, financial, even in that materialistic world? Are there things that you'd like to own? And remember, it's okay to want what you want. It's okay. Give yourself permission to want what you want. Okay, so let's go through a couple of examples. And these are real life goals that I have that I've set for this year. The first one is eating fruit for dessert because I'd kind of gotten into a habit of having a more processed sweet treat, which there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, are you kind of curious about microgreens and including microgreens in your diet, but you're not sure where to start and you're not sure how to do it? I love my Hamama microgreen grower. It's so easy, it's so convenient. So this is how it works. Basically, they send you the kit and it has this little seed quilt, okay? And then you soak the seed quilt in the water and in a few days, you see your tiny little baby sprouts growing and a few days after that, you can start eating them and it's so fun. And you can tell them that you're eating them and they're really happy that you're eating them and your body's really happy that you're eating them. But here's the best part because I've told y'all before, I'm lazy. So I don't wanna have to use any mental energy that I don't need to. And they send you seed quilts every month. So you don't run out, you can change what seed quilts you want to try. So here's some examples of some of the seed quilts they have. Hearty broccoli, refreshing cabbage, energizing kale, spicy daikon radish, super salad mix. You can even get wheatgrass, you can get culinary cilantro, or even hot wasabi mustard. So there's lots to choose from. They have different flavors. They're so cute and they're health promoting. So you can get a good dose of antioxidants and it's really beautiful. I also use them for garnish when I'm making soups and salads and different bowls. You can impress your guests. But like I said, it's going to be low energy cost on your part. And it's actually not that expensive either. The other thing that I use from Hamama is a green onion growing kit, which is really cool because it can decrease your food waste. So you buy the green onions and then the little part that has the root, the white part at the bottom, you stick it in these little holes and then you just put the water in there and it grows. And then you can keep eating the same green onions. You just go with your little scissors and you chop it off and you put it into your food. So if you wanna give it a try, you've been curious about microgreens, and different ways that you can grow your own food, check out Hamama. You can find it in my show notes for a link to get 15% off, or you can go to dryami.com forward slash shop so that you can find the link and get 15% off your first order. Happy growing. 
Do you love Veggie Doctor Radio, but you're sick of listening to ads? Join the Plantscription. The Plantscription is a monthly membership where you have access to ad-free episodes of Veggie Doctor Radio every week. But that's not all. You also have access to a monthly live Q&A with me and a monthly live book club. You also get access to writings and musings and free giveaways. It is such a great deal. Right now, it's only $5 a month to join the Planscription. If you want to join, go to planscription.substack.com or go to the show notes to follow the link. Join the Planscription today and join me in this plantastic community. But I wanted to try out a different habit, okay? Because I already had a very firmly established habit. Like my favorite, not gonna lie, peanut butter cups, chocolate peanut butter cups, vegan, of course, dark chocolate, so good. But you know, that was my thing, which is not a bad thing, but I kind of wanted to try out having the habit of eating fruit for dessert. So this is what I did on my vision board, pictures of eating fruit, beautiful fruit plates for my affirmation. The affirmation I wrote is, I love eating fruit for dessert. And then for my SMART goal, which remember specific, measurable, actionable or achievable, realistic, relevant, time-based, the SMART goal is I will choose fruit after dinner four nights per week. You see how that's very specific. Now it's very important for affirmations and for SMART goals to be about the thing that you are going to do not the thing that you don't want to do. So my affirmation is not, I don't eat peanut butter cups, chocolate peanut butter cups. My affirmation is, I love eating fruit for dessert. And then my goal is how I'm going to eat that fruit. So I will choose fruit after dinner four nights per week. Okay, so that's one. Another one is I have a goal of doing a pull-up. Now I know this one's going to take me a while. I was really hoping I could get this done in a year, but I don't think that's gonna happen anymore. But I really want to, at some point in my life, be able to do one pull-up. And I've told this to my personal trainer and we are working on it together. So on my vision board, as we speak, I have pictures of strong muscular women doing pull-ups. My affirmation is I am strong and powerful. And my SMART goal is I will follow my strength training plan four days per week. So I'm committed to doing what my trainer tells me because I've already told him I want to work up to a pull-up. So when he assigns me, you know, I lift heavy one week with him and then he assigns me those pulling exercises at home, I'm doing them an additional three days per week knowing that this is the prerequisite for me to develop enough strength to pull my own body weight on that bar. So I just stick to that. So my goal isn't I am doing one pull up a week because I can't do it yet. So my goal has to be the things that will get me to doing that. And as you can see, it's very specific. I could even make it more specific. I could say I will follow my strength training plan 30 minutes a day on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I could say that at 
6.30 p.m. You can make it as specific as you need to in order for your brain to be like, all right, this is what we're doing. The more specific, the better actually, because it's set. You know that you're doing that thing. You can even put it in your calendar. It's scheduled. You do that thing, okay? So the more specific, the better. But you also want it to be something that's realistic and achievable. I don't try to do strength training seven days a week. In fact, I did get up to a point where I was doing five days a week and it was too much strength training. I just was, it's hard to fit that into my life because I also love doing my cardio. So I do my cardio six days a week and then trying to fit in strength training in addition five days a week was too much. So I had to pull back and now my goal is four days per week following my training plan. Thankfully, I don't have to come up with it. My trainer tells me what to do. I just do that thing. So easy peasy. So this is what I do. I create my vision board, create my affirmations, set my SMART goals, review them, and then just do it. But having the flexibility to tweak, change, edit, remove, keep it longer. Some of these, they may get transferred to the following year. I don't know if I'll be able to do a pull-up by the end of the year. It's hoping, but I want to keep working towards that goal. At least right now, that's a goal that's still important to me. So if you want to learn how to do these things, if you want to learn how to work on your mindset, manage your thoughts and feelings so that you're not limiting yourself and holding yourself back, how to create affirmations, how to create smart goals, and how to practice applying these and learning from it together in a group setting, join me in Thrivology 101. So if you're interested in that, go to dryami.com forward slash thrive. So that's spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-M-I.com forward slash T-H-R-I-V-E and sign up so that you will be the first to hear when doors open for Thrivology 101 and we can learn together. It's like I said, I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to be perfect. So I am also continuing to practice and learn these tools because feeling good is very important to me. And I wanna feel good as long as I can. My goal is longevity, well-being and longevity. So if you are like me and you want to learn how to create this process for yourself, tweak it as you go, fit it into your lifestyle so that you can also acquire that well-being and longevity, that joy that you desire. Come join me. Let's do this together. Let's learn from each other and help other people too. So veggie lovers, thank you so much for listening to it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would love to know what you do to set and stick to your goals. Feel free to email me, yami at dryami.com. That's spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I. And also, if you have any other suggestions or requests for podcast episodes, let me know. But there's lots of great episodes coming up, more exciting guest interviews. So lots to listen to and learn from. So thank you for being here and for coming back week after week. I appreciate you and I love you so much. And I hope that you have a very fantastic day. Hey, veggie lover. I hope that you loved today's episode. Will you take a second and do me a huge favor? Please subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss an episode. You're the reason I'm here and I want to share it all with you. Thank you for listening and have a plantastic day.